0: This is Brain Diet, episode 145, how to autoimmune wellness. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you so much for being here. Before we get into today's topic, I want to invite you to join a new Facebook group that I have just created. And the story of this starting started with me... Reflecting on my own experience with autoimmune conditions and how isolating it felt at times. Because even though I had a lot of emotional support around me, having this condition that I didn't know anyone else with was really lonely. And I have hopes to create a community of people that can support and uplift and help one another that might be feeling similarly to me the way that I did when I was first diagnosed and still do sometimes. So I have created this Facebook group and I will put the link in the show notes to join. Um, it's called autoimmune warrior diet protocol. And if you want to just search it, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash autoimmune warrior, and it'll pull it up and you can just click join and it'll just ask for your name and then you'll be admitted. And I'm just really excited to have this community starting. I have some really exciting plans for it. Um, just through Instagram and posting about my own experience, I've connected with a great deal of people, specifically women throughout the world, who have either the same condition that I have or a variation of it or something entirely different, but that is, that is an autoimmune condition. And it's so powerful to be able to connect with people. And so that is the reason behind this Facebook group uh, to really connect and provide a space for... Encouragement and hopefully a resource. So, what I'm going to be doing inside this group is a lot of uplifting and encouragement, but also a lot of education because I naturally love to learn. I loved school and I wish I could be in school forever. And so, when I was first diagnosed, it became my newest subject to study. And typically, nutrition is like my jam, as is obvious by this podcast and what I coach people through. But I Begun, I began to really dive deep into like, what is this and why? And there's a lot of answers, I mean, more than not that I don't have, but I've learned a great deal. And especially as it comes to health and lifestyle and how that relates to autoimmune conditions and how it interacts with a variety of drugs and all sorts of things. I've just learned so much. And I want that to be a space where I can share that to those that would really benefit from it. So if you fall into the category of having an autoimmune condition, Please join the group and if you know somebody that is either recently diagnosed or a long time diagnosed and could do with some support of any kind, please share this with them. So like I mentioned, the link for this Facebook group is in the show notes and I'm just really excited because it's going to be very unique and it'll be really different from a lot of the stuff that I share on the podcast and on Instagram just because it's going to be so targeted to a specific person, um, just because I want to be a resource and help where I can. So again, join, please share for with those that might benefit. And it plays really well to our topic today, autoimmune wellness. It's kind of a buzz phrase, as are a lot of phrases in the wellness and health and fitness community. But I wanted to talk today a little bit about it as a source of information that might be helpful to anyone that is like okay i have an autoimmune disease what do i do what do i trust how do i approach this and so let's just break it down an autoimmune disease first and foremost is when the body's natural defense system the body's inherent immune system can't tell the difference between your own cells and foreign cells causing your body to mistakenly attack itself, to mistakenly attack the normal cells that are oftentimes uh, useful and necessary and uh, helpful and not harmful. Autoimmune diseases, they can manifest in a variety of ways with a spectrum of severity. So typically, some of the more commonly referred to conditions are things like rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, celiac disease, Hashimoto's, multiple sclerosis, psoriasis, PCOS can be a variation of an autoimmune condition. Um, And there's a, a whole list of so many different kinds, but those are typically some of the ones that we hear the most about. And people that have conditions can have single conditions they can also have multiple. And again, this can be due to the immune system that is attacking its own cells. It can manifest in a variety of ways and can give you multiple different diagnoses depending on what's happening for you. So when all of this is happening, what do you do? What I have seen in the community, in the world of autoimmune diseases, and in the world of wellness, if you will, is people or companies tend to tout certain quote-unquote solutions or dietary approaches. They tend to say, hey, I have this approach that's going to cure your autoimmune disease, or it's going to get rid of your symptoms, or it's going to, you know, it's usually like a single myopic approach that promises a large return. And so some of these approaches are things like elimination diets, like eliminate all of this from your diet. Now, obviously, there are times and places where that's really necessary. If someone has celiac disease, it's obviously going to be really necessary that they avoid gluten in order to avoid the inevitable symptoms that are so painful and inconvenient. So there is a place for those things. But again, it tends to be glamorized a little bit. It's like, okay, this specific Food, this specific vitamin or mineral, this specific, I don't know what is causing this condition for you. So let's eliminate it, right? There's also the anti inflammatory diets. Um, This is a very trendy one right now. And I have very mixed feelings about it because yes, you can contribute to inflammation in your body based on what you're eating but is that the only thing that matters? No. And I'll talk about this in a minute, but it tends to create an approach where the focus is on a very small percentage of what might be contributing to a very large problem. So oftentimes, well, and I'll get into it in a minute, but there are just different approaches that focus on something specific. And I think people like this because it's appealing to demonize a specific a specific food. And it's appealing to believe that there is a clear cut solution in order to feel better, which rightfully so. We want to feel better and we're looking for solutions. I can understand why that's appealing to us, but it's important that we go in with some strategy and information as people that are very complex humans and that need more than just eliminate tomatoes or things like that there are things also that I see here and there like the paleo protocols certain certain protocols that consist of eating certain foods eliminating other foods certain meal timings uh, things like that that people claim to be helpful to autoimmune uh, to symptoms that come as a result of autoimmune conditions. Um, And the last one, which is my favorite, and by favorite, I mean my absolute least favorite thing, um, cleanses. That's another one that people tend to tout as a solution. And cleanses are promoted as not only a solution for symptoms of an autoimmune condition, but also for like the solution for weight loss or the solution for uh, sickness. And I have so many thoughts on cleanses and... Some people enjoy them, and if that's the case, then more power to them, but I don't believe that they really serve a useful long-term purpose. So keep that in mind. If you are ever tempted to do one, just check in with your reasons why, and if it has something to do with weight loss or symptomatic control, um, I would first approach other things. First, assess other things before you do a cleanse. I, I just don't think that they are useful or necessary most of the time. So with all of that, that's some of the stuff that I see when I'm like, okay, when I go on and Google, what do I do with my autoimmune condition symptoms? How do I help myself feel better? I get a lot of stuff like that. And it's really interesting because I don't think that that is... It's such a small percentage of the picture. And so that's what I am excited to offer in this Facebook group. For one thing is to provide some actual concrete and useful information. But what I want to provide in this episode today is how do you do it? How do you navigate all of the information? How should you approach it? What should you trust? What should you not trust? And I have a few tips here today that I think will be helpful for anybody that has a condition, whether they are newly diagnosed or if they've had it for a significant period of time. So the first thing that I think is so important to remember with autoimmune conditions is there is no one size fits all approach. And even though that's often how solutions are sold, it's just not true. And like I mentioned, it's because people like the simplicity. They like to maybe not have to work too hard in order to get results. They like to have it not be too complicated. And that's fair However, you are a dynamic existing creature, and so whatever your condition is, it's going to be unique to you, and there isn't likely going to be a single approach that will solve everything, that will make everything better. And so in order to approach your own condition, approach your own health in a useful way, I recommend finding a support team and trusting them. So a support team is going to be made up of first your clinical team. So if you have an autoimmune condition, you must have a clinical team or medical support, medical doctors that are going to support you and listen to you and help you in the ways that you need help. Oftentimes you have to be the one first to advocate for yourself. You have to be the one to speak up, to vocalize what you're thinking and feeling, to vocalize your questions. And oftentimes you have to get multiple opinions. It's okay to go from doctor to doctor if you are able to cultivate a team that you are surrounded by that is as supportive as possible. So in finding a clinical team, sometimes it takes patience because doctors can be difficult to get into, especially um, specialized doctors for specialized conditions. But make that a priority. So clinical team, your medical team is part of your support team the second component of your support team is going to be mental health support. And this is going to be a therapist or a coach because with symptoms in the body that are painful or chronic, there is a great deal of mental and emotional turmoil that comes as a result of it. And so it is equally as important in, as it is to have medical support. I'm rambling. It's equally as important to have medical support as it is to have mental health support. And then the final piece is the nutritional support. There are lifestyle factors that can contribute to the severity of a condition, and it's not going to cure it all or make it all worse, but there are parts of it that matter. And so to have that nutritional support, to have a coach that will support your diet and your lifestyle and your habits in such a way where you are able to really take control over the elements that you have control over, it's crucial. It's so important that you exercise even more self-care and self-attention when you have conditions like this. And so do your research, research multiple coaches and people and find one that you trust and have a good feeling about. Oftentimes coaches, just as I do, will do free consultations of some kind. And so it's vital that you explore and find a support system that you trust, that you feel good about. The second piece, the second tip that I have for how to pursue autoimmune wellness is something that I alluded to earlier to not focus on the micro if you don't have the macro in place. And I don't necessarily mean micronutrients and macronutrients. I just mean in the scope of your health and of your behaviors, don't focus so much on, you know, eliminate this specific food or. You know, I need to make sure that I am drinking these lemon waters in the morning. Like all of those things can be helpful, but don't focus on those small things before focusing on having consistent sleep quality, having consistent movement, having consistent time outside with sunshine exposure, having consistent and adequate hydration, having adequate protein intake. Those are the macro pieces that can contribute to how you feel and that can contribute to your symptoms with an autoimmune condition. And so if you're over here focusing on you know, your juice cleanse that's going to be seven days long where you're going to drink nothing but like turmeric and juiced celeries, you're missing 99% of what's contributing to your health and how you feel physically. And I think this is where cleanses can come in and assume that they are a fix-all because Typically, it's like short term or really aggressive. But people are like, yeah, I can just muscle my way through something like that, a seven day cleanse. But really, they aren't having a consistent bedtime. They are staying up way too late and getting up way too early. They aren't moving their bodies. They aren't drinking enough water. They aren't getting enough protein. And all of those things will do much more in your body than any type of cleanse or, you know, eliminating a specific element from your diet. Again, not to diminish the importance of certain elimination diets like with celiac, right? So certain diets can be really helpful and useful, but they will be a small percentage of your quality of life in comparison to these bigger daily pieces over time. So be mindful of that. If you are erring toward the side of, I need to focus on this one very particular piece to my health, and you have yet to look at all of the other larger pieces, then I would encourage you to pause and Look at how you can prioritize those other pieces. If you are going to be specific with certain elements, that's fine. But at least at the same time, focus on that sleep quality, the movement, time outside, hydration, and protein intake. The third tip that I have for autoimmune wellness is to prioritize mental health care. care. So this I mentioned as a part of having this in your team of support, but this deserves a category of its own because more... Than the physical health struggles that you encounter when you have an autoimmune condition, I believe that the mental health struggles can be just as much, if not more, devastating. And it is vital that you take care of yourself just as much mentally as you are attempting to do physically when it comes to the doctor's appointments and the medications. So prioritize that in whatever way that means to you. And find a team of trusted mental health professionals or coaches that can support you because that will be the difference between navigating your journey with confidence, even if you have, you know, physical symptoms and pain or having the physical symptoms with pain and then the emotional pain on top of it, which can just be really difficult to say the least. So prioritize that. The next tip that I have is to know that oftentimes you have no control and that's okay. So more than an actionable tip, this is a mental health tip. Much of your body is out of your control anyway. Much of our bodies, whether we have chronic conditions or not, are just out of our control. It's something that we either don't have to think about consciously, processes, or it's symptoms that are created as a result of something inexplicable. And typically, an autoimmune disease is just an exaggeration of your body that's already so much out of your control. And there's a lot that we can control. And that's why I recommend having a nutritional coach work with you to some degree. But just because symptoms happen and there are difficulties, it doesn't mean that something is wrong with you. And it doesn't mean that you haven't done enough. There is no upside in believing this about you and how you have lived your life because all it does is just add more shame and guilt to an already difficult experience. So there will be times when your body's out of your control and that's okay. The last tip that I have to share with you in regard to this whole idea of autoimmune wellness is to put on horse blinders to other people's opinions if you want to. People love to offer advice or help, and that's okay. I believe that usually when people are coming to you with suggestions or recommendations, it is well-intended most of the time, but that doesn't mean you need to listen. And so I like to recommend all of my clients that have this more consistent interaction with people, offering up solutions or treatments or things, is to put on those horse blinders metaphorically and just decide what you want to trust and what you are willing to utilize. And this comes back to having a support team that you trust, both clinically, mental health-wise, and nutritionally. Because when you can build up your own team of what you believe is useful, then it makes it easier to let the things go. It's important to have that mental health support to be able to navigate. Because I know in the beginning of my diagnosis, I used to have thoughts like, But what if that might work? But what if that might work? But what if that might work? And I had to, you know, receive some coaching on just realizing that I'm doing all I can and it's enough. I just had to decide that it was enough. And people continue to this day to offer recommendations and help. And some of the things I utilize, others I don't. But regardless, I'm really confident in that support team that I have. I'm really confident in my approach of things. And it's not perfect and it's not completely infallible. But I trust that I'm doing enough just because I've simply chosen to believe that for myself because it feels better and I'm grateful to other people's interest in me and I'm also okay declining. So if you have other people offering opinions on how you want to live or how to approach your condition or how to approach your health in general, decide consciously if you want to just put on horse blinders or if you want to take whatever advice they're offering, but you get to decide. It's such a beautiful piece is that you get to be the one to decide. Overall, autoimmune wellness is you showing up for yourself to find your unique approach that best suits your unique condition. It's not going to be a cookie cutter approach and Odds are it won't be a singular action that will create changes. It's got to be a mix of all things, just as health in general when you don't have an autoimmune condition is. Health isn't just eating lettuce every day. Health isn't just lifting weights for half an hour every day. It is a massive puzzle of things that all in all don't have to be too difficult to do. It's possible to make it easy for yourself but it is a little bit more work than just eating a tomato or an apple a day so consider your level of willingness to look at the puzzle as a whole and ask how you can best take care of yourself in all of the areas that matter so consider what i have shared with you today And consider how you can better show up for yourself and how you can better advocate for yourself when it comes to the care that you need and the resources that you want to utilize. And for all of you autoimmune warriors out there, I am sending all my love to you. And if you want more of that love that you can literally see, then join that Facebook group. (laughs) The link to join is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. I'll see you soon.